Hi friends, this is Morgan Ruff. I have a lot of labels that span the very many adventurous roads that I've taken in my life, from wilderness guide to elite level cyclist, ski mountaineer, environmental policy walk, to one of my favorite labels of all time, wild adventure mom. I am a wild woman and a wild soul. Why My life has taken me on some pretty cool adventures, but it's not always been an easy journey. I've been burned out, run down, depressed, anxious, truly ready to toss in the towel many times. I've been lost and wandering alone in the forest before, literally and figuratively, ready to give up. But over the past years, I've learned to cultivate hope, joy, and resilience within myself. Are you feeling like you've lost your way in this crazy ride in life? Feeling burned out or overwhelmed by the state of your home, let alone low in the state of the world right now? Yeah, I get, yeah, I understand. I've been there and frankly, I still go there. All this can feel big and scary when we first come to it, but with some support from each other, you'll see how much power you truly have. Learn to trust yourself again and gain greater connection to yourself, the people, and the world around you. On this podcast, we explore what's on our hearts and minds, learn new tools and skills for braving the wilderness, and most importantly, find out that we're not alone. Thanks for joining. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, if you're interested in joining the community and furthering the conversation, pop over to Facebook and join us at Uplift for the Wild Soul or follow me on Instagram, Morgan Ruff Uplift. Here's the podcast. What do I do when wild adventure calls? Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Morgan Ruff. And today I just wanted to talk a little bit about the wild adventure that is burning inside of me that I can no longer simply ignore. Probably a lot of us have felt this during this period of COVID and lockdown, this sense of um, a burning desire to get out and, and do a little bit more. And as things are starting to open up here, at least in our region of Washington State, um, I have noticed my interests beginning to really spike as I am being called more and more into really starting to notice and earn or notice and see what I am craving as an individual. I don't know about you, but for me, this last year of being a mom in a pandemic has been on one hand, extremely empowering. Like I have really had the opportunity to look at what do I want? How do I want to feel? And every day, really take ownership over the way I am feeling, what is happening in my family, what's happening within our, um, you know, within our little unit. But at the same time, obviously, um, having to constantly learn how to manage my reactions and my emotions to all the external influences that are constantly going on. So how am I managing my emotions around the the change in the school system, the um, you know, the virtual setup that just obviously wasn't going to work for, for our family. And, um, 
How am I managing my emotions and my boundaries around um, being honest with my work community about what I can and cannot take on during these times when I'm having to manage a little bit more for my family? So it's just been a year of tremendous growth and tremendous learning for me. And as um as we're starting to move out of this, you know, our governor recently made an announcement saying like it was required that all K through 12 schools return to full-time in-person or ha- at least have that option in the fall. And I found myself just the tears came up and it was like all the emotions. It was a relief. It was a sense of amazement that I had made it through this year over um, trying so many different things, really pivoting at every moment, holding that emotional center for my family, and um, that we made it, and we were healthy, and we were happy, and we had maintained our courage and our bravery, and just continually every day woke up with a new sense of like, okay, how can I? How can I? But with this announcement, it was just this sense of like, oh my gosh, I can start to maybe prioritize some of the things that I've been craving, I've been really wanting in a new way. So I, this announcement came out and it was just this wave of relief, wave of excitement, wave of um, amazement, of just awe for what we've been through and a lot, a lot of tears. It was like multiple days of just feeling the tears and feeling the emotions come up and allowing them to flow and cleanse and come and go. One of the things that came up when I was leading the virtual nature-based retreat over spring equinox for me was this desire to have a very big, deep connection with nature. So I used to guide in Southeast Alaska um, in my 20s and early 30s. And that time period was so um, transformative to me. I would spend, you know, four months on a boat in Alaska, watching whales, seeing bears, going and looking at glaciers every week, and not really going much more than, you know, 10 knots, which is, you know, what, 12, 15 miles an hour. And just the pace and the slowness was something that I really crave. And the lovely thing about stepping onto a boat or going on a wilderness trip is once you leave the dock, you there's nothing more you can do. You can't pay that unpaid bill. You can't have that additional conversation. There's, you know, your mind all of a sudden is able to let go of all of the things that you've been holding and just know, okay, for the next week or 10 days or four days or two days or whatever it is, I don't have to worry about those things because there's absolutely nothing I can do. Of course, now there's cell phones, so maybe <laughs> maybe people still feel that way. But um, this has my, been my experience, and it's one of the tremendous joys that I get from going into wild places and really having those um, deep wild experiences is that slowing down, that letting go, the release of responsibility, and the stepping into I'm just responsible for myself, my safety, and um, the safety of the people that I'm there with. 
Um, so during my spring retreat, a little seed started bubbling and it was something I could not deny. I was, it was so clear in my head. It was like, you have to return to Alaska. You have to return to Alaska and you have to take just a few women to this special spot in Alaska to see the glacier, to have a really wild experience. And so I've been over the past, um, what, two or three months, slowly following those breadcrumbs, slowly bringing along a small community of women to share this experience with me. And we're getting closer and closer about ready to pull the trigger and go ahead and move forward with this really amazing wilderness adventure. And I feel like if I hadn't slowed down during that spring retreat time to really listen and hear what my soul was craving, I don't think I'd be here today about ready to step into this really wild, really crazy, and frankly, a little bit scary adventure that I'm about to go on. Um, so... I guess that it's just a really strong testimonial to why these, um, why I host these quarterly retreats at the change of the season is to continually give yourself space to be one in nature, to have that sense of calming of the mind, connection to spirit of the place, connection to yourself, to listen and really hear that tiny little seed and you can explore it then over the next few months and then you can come back and reaffirm at the next change of the season say okay what is it now what what is my soul saying um what am i craving and um so anyway the seed came out of this virtual nature-based retreat and i it's interesting because i think i would have never really acted on it if it wasn't for that time and so slowly, slowly gathering up the community, gathering up the resources, doing the research, tiny little breadcrumbs, connecting with my old guide community up in Alaska, exploring, is this a possibility? Is this really an option? And finding the right people to go with me and feeling so guilty about taking a week or 10 days or whatever it ends up being spending money on myself to buy a plane ticket to rent gear to go up there and asking my husband to take on everything during that period of the summer so that I can just go and do something as frivolous as playing in the wilderness kayaking for a week so much guilt seeing like, I want to take my kids to Alaska. I want them to experience that. But this isn't something that they can necessarily do with me. This is something I need to do for myself on my own. And um, really leaning into and managing my boundaries around my thoughts of guilt around leaving my family, I might have to miss out on our annual summer camping trip. And, you know, that's like our favorite thing to do as a family. Summer is short. How can I be so, so selfish as to take a whole week out of the summer just for me? My husband doesn't even get to go. 
so many thoughts and fears coming up. And then um, other fears that come up when thinking about a big trip like this. Um, what if it rains the entire time we're out there and we're wet and cold and miserable and the group that I'm taking ends up not really enjoying it? Or um, what if we run into bears and the bears mess with us? Or what if we can't make it up to our final destination? We can't um, get to where we want to go and we have to adjust our itinerary and people feel disappointed that that happens. Or what if the group dynamic doesn't work and people don't have fun together? Or what if I'm out of shape? Oh my God, the last time I did anything like this was pre-kids. And I like started to do some little weightlifting exercises and they are getting me good. I'm like, oh my gosh, can I really paddle 18 to 20 miles a day? That's huge. That's a lot of paddling. So all the fears, all the fears coming up, all the questioning of myself, but always, always just continuing to orient and commit to that feeling that I had when I was in that virtual nature-based retreat and I like saw it so clear, clearly what I needed. Um, so more to come on this story and this saga. I haven't yet purchased the tickets, but they are about to come and um, it's about to happen. And when it does, it'll be okay, full steam, full steam ahead to figure out um, all the final logistics and get everything nailed down. So what do you do when adventure is calling and all the guilt and all the fear comes up inside of you? Do you acknowledge it and do it anyway, or do you let it stop you in your track? I really actually, I would really like to know. So one of the things that I am interested in learning more about is talking to women who are also wanting to have these big wild adventures or even just connecting in with nature more, but you just, one, don't know how, or you don't feel like you have the wilderness skills to be confident on your own, or you feel like you need to have somebody else um, be the expert and you just don't feel like that. Or maybe you just don't have, feel like you have a community that you know would, uh, be open to having, uh, wilderness experiences like this. If that's describing you and you feel that adventure calling and you don't know how to answer it, please, I would really love to talk to you, talk to you, DM me. We can pop on the phone. We can chat a little bit. I would really like to hear and if you are looking for a place uh, to really explore that, um, what it is that your heart is craving, if you can't even hear it right now, which is totally normal, I think it happens to a lot of us, consider joining me for the next virtual nature-based retreat. It is a great time to really connect in with yourself, connect in with nature and place. And hey, it's summer solstice. Who doesn't want to spend a few hours outside in nature on the summer solstice? If that's something that's of interest to you, you can check out my Eventbrite page. Um, it is something, something soul restoration. I will link it in my Instagram feed or you can um, check it in the show notes. 
And until then, please reach out, let me know how things are going and let me know if you are somebody craving adventure and wanting to step into that space. I would love to talk to you. All right. Until then, be brave, stay wild. See you on the next adventure, friends. Bye. Hi, friends. Oh, my gosh. I'm so over the moon and beyond excited to let you know that the doors are now open for the next Soul Restoration Virtual Nature-Based Retreat. This retreat is specially designed for those of us who have a rather full schedule. It is intended to maximize connection but minimize our time on Zoom and to really help you feel into where you live and how to connect with the nature of your place, of your home. This has been such a fun event in the past. People have come away with a greater sense of clarity about what they need in their lives and have absolutely had the motivation to go after it after the retreat. I really hope that you will join me. The dates are June 17th for the opening ceremony. It will be a brief Zoom call to connect with others who are also in it with you. Then we will part and you will be given materials to do at your own pace and time over the next three weeks three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You can find any time in that time that will work for you to implement anywhere. I recommend anywhere from two to to four hours if you can take it, but it can be your backyard. It can be a local park. It can be a place that you've been wanting to explore, but someplace out in nature. And then we all come back together on Monday evening to share, to celebrate, to integrate, and to close our circle. Please consider joining if your soul has felt like it needed a little dusting off, a little restoration. I would absolutely love to have you dm me if you have any questions okay friends hope to see you there register on eventbrite bye